instrumental so uh you already know what time it is new episode let's get it we need to build a wall jersey judah middle of the week i'm a little later than usual uh, which means this episode is going to have to be shorter. But anyway, as I always say, I'm back. With another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Chapel. <laughs> 
right, so should probably <coughs> should probably start off by moving this vehicle. So that's what I'm gonna do. Um, I would have liked to have started this a lot earlier, but unfortunately, there is work to be done. There was work to be done. I, I believe I've done most of what I needed to do. I'm not even like I'm not even caring right now. You know what I mean? These people show up the last fucking minute, do whatever the fuck they want. So, you know, I come in, I change the rules. I have my own rules, too. So I operate, you know, I operate my own way, too. So this is how I'm doing it. Anyway, another episode, another edition. It's actually like 631. Um, for those that know, I typically start recording. I typically start recording um, 615 at the latest. But it is what it is, man. The week is almost over. That's the only thing I'm concerned about right now is the end of this week. But we're still in the middle. Hump day or technically nighttime for me right now couple of videos, well, three videos to get into, 30 minutes of content to get into, so we're not going to waste time. She said, appreciate a good man if you have one, slash, I wish I had one. Um, then we got a video from Sisters, well, we got a video called Sisters from Atlanta Complain the Brothers Are Paying Bills for Women with BBLs. Wow. Coon World. And also... Video called Men Too Afraid to Approach Men. Okay. Now, let me check and shout out the content creators that are responsible. I know the Philip Scott podcast is responsible. Um, Yeah, we got Women Over Whooping Wednesday, by the way. This is Women Over Whooping Wednesday. We have uh, the first clip is from Modern Dating Here. Second clip is from... The Phil Scott podcast. The third clip is from Lauren Chin. All right. So, like I said, let's not waste time. I don't got time to waste. Let's jump right in to the fuckery. Let's jump right in to the chicanery. Let's jump right in to modern dating here. Let's get it. This life thing is just not for me. It is not for me. That's what I'm realizing. Bills are a no. Work is a no. <clears throat> I don't want to do nothing but shake my booty. That's it. Oh my gosh. I am so tired of having to be a man. If you have a good man and he does those things for you, appreciate them. Tell him you appreciate them. Because you could be like me and have to do it all. And it sucks. I wish your message was visible to more women, especially the younger generation. To help them understand the importance of having someone by their side, someone ready to support them when they need it. We know that most of them believe that being strong and independent is the best way, but later they will find out it's really hard to do it all by themselves, and this is something that could be avoided if they had the right information from the start. 
A lot of people have a good partner by their side, but they don't recognize or value them until they are gone. Then they start reflecting on what they had and realize that they had an amazing partner. Social media plays a big role in this confusion because it gives them a false idea of their options. They think that their partner is easily replaceable, but in most cases, when they leave and try to replace their partner, it becomes clear that the endless options they thought they had aren't real. I'm strong and independent, so basically, you are an adult. I hope most of the ladies truly want to be independent because most are going to be. But they don't. So that's that's a misconception right there. All right. Now, it sounds good for a woman to say, I can take care of myself. I got this taken care of, that taken care of. Are they really happy in that position, though? Are they? So the women who talk about being strong and independent, they're not. The women who are strong and independent, they're silent. Because they gotten what they asked for. Think about it. Girl, you got this. We've got more important things to accomplish. I don't think these women even know what strong and independent really means. And they still never said what they would bring to the table. Nothing. They didn't realize that strong <laughs> and independent translates to always tired and alone. I just want to know where the line is. Unfortunately, they move the line whenever it suits them. Mm -hmm. Don't lose a good person in life just because they can't give you what you want now. Be patient. Life changes. This message is for those exes who left too early. I love this so much. God bless you and bless you again. Not really. Does it mean I be patient until I... By the way, he's going through the comments. I don't think I'm going to be going through all this. Become an ancestor? What will that change help me at that ancestral age? My patience has come to an end. It's official. Nice to hear from a woman. Yes. Because of you, I am patient. How long should you wait on someone to change? Okay, we're going to skip this now. Dads will always be the most protective individuals when people they love are in danger. Both of Sorry, I just can't. I can't stand the voice. I can't stand the video. I can't stand the fact that he's reading through the comments. I just can't stand it. Sorry. Disqualified. You're out of here. Anyway, we're going to we're going to go on to some comedy, hopefully. We turned 30 minutes into 21 minutes. We'll have to compensate that with something, maybe an article or something, man. This is just an unplanned, unorganized ass episode. So it is what it is. Now we're going to go to sisters in Atlanta complaining about men who are uh, financing um, their money to women with BBLs. So, yeah. So <laughs> that's discussing about Atlanta and Atlanta is a very and once again this fucking these people <clears throat> it, it boggles my mind to see these people with setups and shit with so low audio like the audio quality is garbage but they're behind like thousands of dollars worth of equipment I do not get it I don't understand it 
So we got a couple of sisters here that's discussing about Atlanta. And Atlanta is a very special city. And shout out to Atlanta. I get a lot of love when I go to Atlanta. From when I, Many times I've been to the airport, you know, over there at uh, Hartsfield-Jackson uh, Airport. You know, I say I've always ran into some great brothers and sisters. And shout out to them, you know, from customs to, you know, restaurant workers, etc. But I want you to hear what they have to say here about the BBL versus natural uh, out there in Atlanta. Let's roll it. Believe it or not, in Atlanta is either BBL or natural, and the BBLs mm. is taken over. Over. Mm. I think it's just very crazy to me that how a woman could have a BBL and you guys literally go pay for her bills, her rent, her mm-hmm. car, no, her food, her groceries, but then you get a woman like me that's working. It's funny because y'all talk about the men going after the BBLs, but y'all don't talk about the women who get them. Isn't that like, isn't that like bullshit? Like, how can a woman... So y'all talking about not the women that's getting the BBLs, but the men going after them? Retarded. Retarded. Doing all this business by myself, for myself. I don't need you. I want you. And you telling me just to like, hold it down. Just wait. Baby, you're not future. I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting. Really want the more shallow women. I'm not waiting. Microwave generation. Kevin Samuel said it best. This is the microwave generation. The women want everything right away, right? Women want everything right away. Mm-mm-mm. Typical. The shallow women don't challenge them as much exactly. as women like me. You have women that are placeholders and you have women that are gang. The women like me category. Does this woman sound like anybody pleasant that you would want to be around with how she was talking? Like any of those women talking, really? Let's be honest. Because I, I want to know, like, is this the woman that a lot of you brothers are after? She's bitter about bitches with BBL getting more attention. All right. I mean, what? Well, it's like it's like hearing a man complain about high value men. Oh, man, all these men got cars and all these things, and I don't got nothing. All right, work at it. If y'all women can't get BBLs, eat right and get in shape. Changers. The placeholders in Atlanta, they make it hard for us game changers. No man that got sense would just start paying a woman's bills because she got a doggone BBL. A boy would do that. Because let me tell you something. This BBL craze... It's, it's so normalized now that it is not even when a guy see a woman with that now, he's like, eh, like that. It, it, it's, it's that much now. It's not something abnormal to see. First of all, I've never seen, like, honest to God, I've never seen a successful BBL. Like, they just don't look good. They just, to me. A skinny bitch with an unnecessarily unrealistic ass doesn't do nothing for me. In fact, a woman that has too much plastic surgery, I mean, to be honest, a woman who's like too much like under the nip tuck type of treatment, they look like um, trannies. Yeah, they look like uh, transformers. That's what they look like. All right. Let me turn this volume down because this shit is tweaking. All right. It should be good enough. Well, people are like, oh, wow. Look at it, it, it's, 
please. You remember the videos we saw of them coming back from the Dominican Republic around the time <clears throat> of the pandemic and they were giving out their stimulus checks? This A lot of these sisters was taking their stimulus checks and going over to the Dominican Republic and getting doggone BBLs. Conan. I know you remember that footage. Only a boy, and listen to what I'm saying, only a boy will sit up here and get fascinated by a woman with a BBL and pay her doggone bills. That's a boy. That's not a man. A man not fascinated with that. A man may look at it like, oh, okay. And then that's about the end of it. He's not going to open up his wallet and start tricking. Because that's ah. what it is, a straight tricking. It's tricking, tricking in, a, in a major way. Tricking. Now, you talk about yourself. Oh, they don't want us natural. No, 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 no. That's not true. You said something, ma'am, that really made you stick out. You said, I don't need you. I want you. There now, it is. That's the same thing this UK woman Feminist. said. Feminism. A white woman. Feminism. Video I made about with the, the girl from Thailand <laughs> responding to her going to Thailand and talking crap on them. She said the exact same thing in that video. I don't need you. I want you. So that makes me better than them. In the mind of a man, men need to know that I need you in my life. If you tell a man, I don't need you then that is a form of disrespect to a man. Do y'all women know that? When you tell a man, I don't need you, he view that as disrespect. When you tell him, I need you in my life, you know, I, I love you. I, this, a man view that as respect. A man view that as honor to him. And I know a lot of you. Not all. I hate to say it. <laughs> not all, not all, not all. Not even most. Um, To be honest... When men hear that shit from a woman today, a man is thinking like, okay, I must have everything taken care of. I must have enough money in the bank. You know, I must have enough swag that this woman would come to that conclusion. I don't think it's as simple as he's saying, but I understand what he means by that. So I'll give him kudos for that. You have your daddy around to teach you that. So let me tell you. I'm not saying it's not that your fault or nothing. Your dad wasn't around, some of you. But I'm just telling you that. When you tell a man, I don't need you, I want you, that's not better for men. You get The man gets cut off right then and there when you, the moment you say, I don't need you. Because in a man's mind, when you say, I don't need you, then that means I don't respect you. I don't respect you. It won't be long for you to be bending over for some other dude. That's how men think. Now, let's talk about this. The BBL chicks... They they run game uh, pretty good over y'all because they'll tell them I need you. That's why they trick it. But huh. it's all manipulation with that, though. Uh -huh. That's why men can't get it. Listen, one thing men you don't need to do is get impressed by witchcraft. I told you that. I am the guy that has been putting out in the lexicon about witchcraft, okay? Other content? Nigga, you ain't the only person talking about witchcraft, dude. Stop it. How many times have I connected witchcraft to make up on this podcast? A number of times, if y'all been listening. And, and I'm not the only person to do it. I'm not going to act like I'm the only person that compares these two. But these content creators always got to put on a front as if they're fucking pioneers and shit. You hear everybody talking about witchcraft, you know where it come from. Oh, my God. From the witchcraft of the makeup, from the witchcraft of the plastic surgery, because they're using it as witchcraft, because that's not how they doggone look. Because you have a baby with that woman and your woman and your baby come out here looking completely different. And like, who? 
like, why my kid look like that? I'm looking at you and I'm looking at myself, and you didn't even know she had plastic surgery. Damn. She didn't got her face not even looking like who she is no more. It's kind of like that Kylie Jenner thing. You look at Kylie Jenner before? No disrespect, but let's let's just start basic to where uh, a lot of the blacks know. Um, y'all y'all know who uh, Lil Kim is, right? We can start there. Well, goddamn, all that plastic surgery on on such a fine woman that was Lil Kim. Now look at her, looking weird. Weird. Look at her now. You have a baby with that woman, them jeans are possibly come out. Now, it didn't come out of her first kid. Well, I, 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 so we already know where the jeans came from. But if you have a kid with her again, them jeans eventually could come out. Because that's not how that woman looked. Her natural self wasn't looking like that. I never get that story, I think, out of China where this man married this woman had some kids and could not figure out why his kids came out. He said his opinion looked, looking ugly. Well, end up finding out she had plastic surgery. He felt deceived and he divorced her behind. Good. Because that's that's not that's deceptive. who she was. Deceptive. He, she performed that dog on witchcraft. That's why I tell men, you got to make sure to not fall for the witchcraft. Don't fall for the BBLs. Don't fall for the the breasts, don't fall for the makeup, don't fall for the, any of that. The sweet, the sweet talk they doing, don't fall for any of that. Give everything time. Find out who her character is, who she really is, who she run with, who who what's her past relationships. Find out everything about her. Then you can weigh if she's a good woman or not. Because all she if all she got to present is her witchcraft body, then she has nothing to present to you. But to these natural women, and actually more men prefer the natural woman. And, and when we talked about natural woman, we did a whole video on that. You can go look that up. Don't tell a man, I don't need you. Don't tell a man, I'm independent. <coughs> I'm strong. Throw them words out of your mouth because that's turning men off completely from you. The other woman mentioned, well, they the placeholders and we the game changers and, they, and, and the placeholders make it so bad for the game changers. First of all, a man is not looking for you to change his game. A man is supposed to have his game already set. People to have the, the, the groundwork already done and you coming in and you can assist to make him better, but he's not looking at you to change anything for him. That's the problem. You're not here to lead men. Men are here to lead you. And I know that. Ooh, oh, I said something. Oh, that's a ooh, that's a, the Western world don't like hearing that. But it's the truth. God put men here to lead. And when men don't lead, the world goes into chaos all the time. So if a girl with a BBL can get over you, then it says you don't really have much to offer. It's just that simple. But in the Atlanta dating scene, I've heard it's crazy. I've heard it's very, very crazy. I've heard a lot of stories about the Atlanta dating scene Tuh. and all of that. Tuh. But don't sit up here and think these these women with BBLs is getting a bill, getting like, because let's call it what it is. Most of these women with BBLs, the ones in Atlanta, let me talk about Atlanta at least, they're not getting married. These men aren't marrying them. They're not. Some listen. It's one thing to get a BBL and it looks natural, and nobody really know that you got it. I mean, people could speculate, but they may think you worked out and got it. That's the ones you want. 
some of these BBLs that they're getting, you know that's what they did. They want it like that. Most men don't want to marry no woman to look like that because eventually that gets embarrassing. They'll sleep with you, but they're not going to marry you. And that's what you got to understand. Are men af- All right. So <clears throat> here's my thoughts on it. Um, these women going to look like wh- whoever and however the fuck they want to look like. And as a man, who are you to say anything to these women, right? And I'm being serious. Like, I, you know, let these women do whatever the fuck they want to do. As long as they stay the fuck out of your way, you shouldn't you shouldn't really have to worry about them. Um, a bitch with a BBL to me is like OnlyFans porn star level woman. Anytime where a woman has work done on her, I know that she has low self-esteem. And even if that new uh, plastic silicone custom-made body, she still is very deep down insecure with herself. Now, keep in mind, the women have a tendency in calling men insecure, right? Hear me out. And I made this point several times, but I'm going to make it very different. I'm going to make it universal in this case. So women have a way of saying that men are insecure about things. But a lot of these women can't leave the house without makeup. A lot of these women can't leave the house. uh, Well, some women leave the house with a bonnet on. Some women can't even leave with makeup. Some women can't leave without makeup, without hair products, without this, that, and the third. But we're always the ones who are considered insecure. Or we got Lauren Chen coming up here. We're definitely going to have to get into something else. Uh, Needless to say, this wasn't the most prepared episode that I had. I just didn't want to listen to um, that fucking AI generated voice reading through comments. Like, that's just mind melting. I can't do it. Um... We'll find something to compensate, I guess. I don't think. I want to see if I still have, um, briefly, let me see something. I want to see if I still have these articles. If I still have these articles, then I'll go over those. If not, this will just most likely be a shorter episode. What can I say? I'll find something to talk about. Fuck it. We'll, we'll find something to talk about. But see, the thing about women is when I talk about like, you know, the man being insecure over X, Y, and Z, these women are some of the most fragile people to exist. Like, that's why a lot of guys tell you, and I said it before, where in some cases you have to deal with women as if they're children. And we're not even talking about, like, five-year-olds. We're talking about, like, toddlers almost. Right? Because now, when the men say they had enough, and it's like, hey, we're good. I'm not even, I don't even give a fuck. Like, whatever, whatever you say is whatever you say. You know, um... 
then it's the men. <clears throat> it's the men who don't really participate in the bullshit. So the men ain't going to really sit back and try to figure you out. Like the man is going to go his own fucking separate way. And that's just going to be what it is. And where women fail to what well, women always fail to realize is this. They don't have like really a base and where they can actually say, you know what? I'm going to do things on my own. Or I'm going to I'm going to not go out clubbing. I'm going to stay to myself. I'm going to see what I want out of life. And sometimes as a man, I'm telling you all this as a man, the best option with that is a brief moment of solitude. Some people need more solitude than others. Some people need a month to themselves. Some people need a year. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not telling people to isolate themselves from people for a year, but I'm saying naturally you're going to have your flow of shit you got to do regardless. And on top of all that, working or having a career or accomplishing or attempting to accomplish whatever there is out there, one of the biggest major distractions in mankind will always be women. And I don't want to sound like a complete asshole when I say this, but I'm just being real with y'all. Like women play as the biggest distraction. And it's the moment when you don't, it's not that you don't acknowledge them, but you don't play into their bullshit. You're kind of focused on what you got to do. This is where the women will try to point you out as you're weak, you're insecure. You can't handle a beautiful, strong woman. All of this nonsense comes out of the woodworks, all right? So now we got Lauren Chen, a so-called conservative woman, talking about men who are too afraid to approach women. I'm actually going to keep my mouth shut because while she's talking, I'm going to be, like, uh, listing down some excellent points to go over when this concludes. But I will pause it here and there to make a couple of brief points. So let's continue. Are men afraid of women, or at the very least, are men afraid of being rejected by women? According to some new data we're going to look at today, it turns out that the answer for a lot of men is yes. So we have this really interesting thread by an account that I follow. He's at Date Psych on X, and his bio reads, quote, research interests in attractiveness and dating. So I definitely want to give him credit for the data we're going to be going over and the thread that he posted about all this. I've been following him for a little bit, and the other day he put out this tweet that really caught my attention. It says, why are so many young men single? Are they excluded from a brutal mating market by society? Probably not. 45% of men age 18 to 25 have never approached a woman in person. Now we're going to be going into what these numbers mean a little bit more, but I personally was really surprised to hear this because, you know, we often hear about incels and just single, lonely (laughs) young men, and I uh, heard. (laughs) What do you know? This is the first, yo, let's keep going. This is great. Wrongly had just assumed that for a lot of these men, they were single and demoralized because they were constantly being rejected. But according to this data, it seems like a lot of the young men who are, quote, black pilled out there or who maybe describe themselves as incels. It's not necessarily that they've been rejected a bunch. It's just that they've never actually bothered to approach a woman because they are so afraid that they would be rejected, which don't get me wrong, is also a problem, something that we should address. And I'm not bringing any of this to shame and 
anyone because I know rejection can be scary and dating in general can be really intimidating. But men being too afraid of rejection to even approach a woman is a very different problem to try to solve than men constantly being rejected by women. Well, let's get to what this data actually says. So it's explained here with these charts that, quote, a sizable minority of men are not approaching women at all. In the entire data set, 29% of men said they never approached a woman in person before. 27% said it had been more than one year. This was larger for men in the age 18 to 25 group. 45% had never approached a woman in person. So you guys, you heard that right. For men ages 18 to 25, who should in theory be in their prime years for dating, you know, getting out there, meeting different people, almost one half of them have never even approached a woman. Now we're going to go through exactly what this means for <laughs> society and dating in general. But first, I do want to say a huge Let's be honest. It's only affecting women because if it wasn't affecting women, she wouldn't be talking about it. Let me point out, well, I don't even want to get into what I was kind of jotting down just now, but I'm going to save that to the end. Um, Sort of the blatant and obvious sort of it's like a shameless blaming system that women have. Well, it got to be the men's fault. That's why, well, men aren't approaching us because they're insecure. Is that the case? Let's find out. Thank you to today's sponsor, Temu. If you haven't heard of it before, Temu is an app and site where you can buy pretty... Yeah, I can care less. Let's just skip through the ad. Jesus Christ. Jesus. It's like the one I'm wearing. You can basically be sure that you can find it on Temu. My husband and I moved into a new house in 2022 and we have a toddler and it feels like almost every other day we are realizing that, hey, we need something, whether it's a colander, new pajamas for Riley because she doesn't fit her old ones or Tupperware and everything is getting so expensive. Yeah, okay, that's cool. Turn you down. We'll, we'll turn this bitch down until she gets back to the valid point she was making. Just from my last order, I also got this really cute And she's still talking about it. This is insane. I mean, really. Wow. That's great. All right. Yo, that, like this, let me explain something, right? <clears throat> and this is the reason why women have so much of an issue talking about, um, like, like men's discussions are having sort of these conversations about the men. Men. Yeah, I'm getting really sick and tired of this goddamn fucking phone. Um, so I don't know. This shit cut off wherever. So I got to go back wherever to go back into this. So, yeah, let's do that aren't approaching women anymore because they just don't think it's worth it because society is increasingly anti-male. And don't get me wrong, even though I don't subscribe to the red pill view of the world or consider myself part of that community because I, I think it's frankly anti-Christian and anti-family at its core, <laughs> I do agree. So, you know what's funny about like a lot of these women, right? Does she say feminism is anti-Christian? No, just the red pill, right? Oh, okay. So a man who strives to better himself through self-development, who chooses to not deal with these women, therefore get in long-term relationships, therefore marry these women, he's anti-Christian. But let's excuse the women who have endless sex, endless sexual partners. Let's excuse that because, hey, you know, you know, her body, her choice. But, hey, the men... You consider yourself what? Red pill? 
oh, you're anti-Christian. You're, you're the Antichrist. You're a Luciferian. That society is very gynocentric currently, and men have a lot to lose if, you know, if they try to hook up with or even marry the wrong woman. But according to the data, and here we have something else that's pretty shocking, uh, no, those reasons do not top the list of why men are not approaching women. You see, here we have another graph that breaks down the data. And while we can see that around 25% of those who describe themselves as black pill, yes, do not approach women because of a fear of legal consequences. First of all, she's only going off of, if I'm not mistaken, 18 to 25 still. I didn't hear her go anywhere up from that. All right, so she's trying to be a smart ass about it, but she believes that rejection is the number one reason where men don't approach women, which is true, like I said, but mostly for sexless men ages 18 through 25 who are not even socializing with women. So here you have an age, an age time, right? A time and age where traditionally men between the ages of 18 to 25 would have either been married or engaged, would have had kids already, and women would have been settled down in the same fashion. The important part is the women. The women are already very important. Women are a very, very important component to why men go their own way. Here's what I mean. If a man wants a family and can't find women to have a family, what if a man wants to find a long term relationship and can't find a woman that he considers long term relationship material, then what happens? The man just goes his own way. He goes, great. It's been nice. It's been it's been OK. It's been all right, but it's time to move on. You know, it, it's not it's not this like dramatic turn of events that women think where a man tries to make a point by saying he's going his own way. No, he just goes his own way. And then by that time, you got this argument of just anti-Christian talking points. <coughs> when it goes to the red pill community, which is just weird to me because you would think, well, shit, the red pill seems like a logical explanation. It may not go along with the Christian dialogues, but that's the reason why I'm not a Christian. And that's the reason, unless the Most High comes down and acknowledges me as a certified follower of Christ, I will not consider myself a Christian. So I guess whatever that anti-Christian shit means, whatever. But for a woman who just proceeds to cope, it's kind of a it's it's kind of alarming how this woman is able to cope the way that she copes. And by the way, she's also look shaming men as well. If y'all paid attention to what she said earlier, keep in mind, a man would not be able to say anything that she's saying about women without some form of consequences. But it's also important for her to for her to realize that, yeah, uh, our society is gynocentric and men should be careful. But she doesn't understand the red pill. Oh, OK. That's fine. Um, You know, guys who don't approach women who were indeed ages 18 to 25 and who are sexually active or who's had relationships with women. 
their reason of probably not communicating or approaching women is because they don't want to be bothered. Is it is it that hard? Like, think about this. A woman will complain when somebody approaches her. So when everybody leaves her the fuck alone, she complains that nobody approaches her. You know, damn if you do, damn if you don't scenario. You feel me? Like, this, this shit's retarded. It don't make any fucking sense. And the man who decide, hey, I'm going to focus on myself and try to better myself, self-development. You know, they decide, hey, I'm, I'm going to focus on doing me. <clears throat> the legal matters and me too and the sexual harassment and, you know, all of these things being thrown out or a man just being looked at as weird or a man being considered a misogynist or a man being considered hateful against women. And these women know nothing about the men who are talking. Are you following me? But this woman is no better than the feminist because like I stated, you know, how could you say the red pill is anti-Christian and say nothing about feminists and say nothing about the women who sexualize themselves, the women who sexualize themselves, objectify themselves and then get offensive when a man objectifies her. When a man objectifies her, it's a big deal. So, yeah. OK, self-development. I'm focusing on doing me. Legal matters, me too. A man's not trying to go to parties and hook up with loose women because we don't know how these loose women are going to operate when they're no longer loose, when they tighten up a bit. Are you following me? When these loose women tighten up the next day, you don't know if she's going to say, hey, how's it going? Or who are you? I'm calling the police, right? Let's just keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck, man. For the overall population, that number is way, way lower at only around 10%. Instead, we see bigger contributing factors for both black-pilled and all men include things like not being attracted to anyone, which, okay, that's a pretty good reason to not approach someone. Also, the amorphous other. But then higher up there, there is a fear of social consequences. Now, I suppose social consequences for approaching women could include things like, you know, being labeled creepy or even a harasser. So, I mean, that's fair enough. Yeah. So what are you what's the point you're make? You're already and this is how dumb women are like and, and this type of woman is dumb. She's going through the reasons why men aren't approaching women yet still acting as if this is some type of mystery. If sexless men, I'll put it to you this way again. If sexless men are not approaching women, they fear the rejection of women. Plain and simple. If men with sexual experience, if men who are in relationships, if men who've approached women in the past are no longer approaching women because they're not focused on women. And for a lot of you weird, like pro Afrocentric ass niggas, see, these niggas is weird. <laughs> see, they, they always, always talking about men and better men. They ain't talking about women, though. <laughs> Y'all niggas need to sit back and shut the fuck up. Niggas ain't fucking with y'all like that any goddamn way. Sick and tired of these Negroes, man. See, these red pill guys, these guys are weirdos. And they all like transsexuals. That's all these niggas, like, they, they come up with, like, retarded shit. It's not even blanket statements. It's just dribble. It's just nonsense. And then these women try to act like they figure things out, but y'all don't even understand half of the issue.
You're asking sexless men who's nine times out of ten been rejected time in, time out, or, 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 or day in, day out, online, offline, you know what I'm saying, online, in real life. Like, what do you expect these men, right? The same men that a lot of women will just downplay, re- just outright reject, or just use and manipulate. What do you expect these men to do? If y'all women were so pressed on not being approached, why don't y'all do the approaching? Equality, right? Y'all want to be strong and independent? Now it's y'all time, man. Make it happen. It is indeed your time to shine, okay? Make it happen, okay? But they don't want to do that. But they'll love to sit back. And this is the thing where... You know, a woman can just sit back and spectate and she believes that what she says other people should do when she ain't doing shit. This is kind of like the issue that I have with a lot of modern women. Like y'all sit back and expect shit to happen for y'all where men couldn't even dream of thinking like that. We actually got to go out there and do the work. Even on a traditional sense. When women really had the advantages, they just didn't know it. Uh, the women who were who able to stay home or have other friends and, and 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 bullshit through the day, as long as the house was taken care of, they can BS throughout the day, have their bougie-ass friends over, drink sparkling wine all fucking day, right? As long as the house was clean and there was food on the table, she didn't have to trip. She was good. Financially taken care of. Then they would have children that weren't out of wedlock. Message. Have children that are not out of wedlock. Message. PSA. And be able to have a constructed environment to raise uh, to raise to raise such a family and, and, and not have any any BS. The man is still the one who had to go out there and work. Right. He's still the one who had to go out there and uh, technically provide. Are you following me? Now it's as if women, women want the men to be traditional. They want us to be uh, God fearing Christian value, having men with a bunch of skeezers and a bunch of scallywags. And she won't dare talk about the women who promote such lifestyle even though that in, in itself is anti-Christian, anti-God, anti-family. Are you following me? Uh, promoting death, promoting proportion, uh, promoting uh, abortion, right? Promoting death and destruction from the womb. Are you following me? That's definitely a realm where we can talk about how the Me Too movement may have been overzealous in its execution. But still, what's really interesting is that the number one reason for both all men and even black-pilled men for not approaching a woman is fear of rejection. What's crazy is that it seems the black-pilled men are even more... If it's black pill, and let's be logical, right? I've went over enough black pill content... Not always, but every now and then I get into that spirit. Um, if it's the black pill, it's beyond fear of rejection. It's fear of further rejection. They've already been rejected multiple times, which is why they are black pill. 
You see what I mean? So that in itself is kind of like a Captain Obvious moment for her. Maybe she doesn't realize, maybe she's not thinking, but you know, not many of them think today anyway. Likely to say they don't approach women because of a fear of rejection than men in general. Now, like I said, dating is scary and dating is hard. Nobody likes to be rejected, but at the same time, sometimes you just gotta shoot your shot. No rejection. I think women trying to shame men to approach women is only gonna worsen their chances of men approaching women. Like these women are dumb. Like, I don't get it. Like they're stupid. She's married, so it doesn't matter for her, but she's making it dumb for y'all women, y'all women who are unmarried. You listen to a bitch like this if you want. And it'd be like it's it's sad because you would think the married women would have the the most insight, but they're the dumbest. They act the dumbest. Then you got the women who are like middle aged. They don't got a man. So they're going to have these other younger women bitter because they're going to tell you these men going to use you like they use me. These men going to use you up. These men don't care about you. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. She don't care. They, they, the men don't care about you. They're going to use you up like they used up me. Okay. They're going to use you up. All these wicked middle-aged heifers. Are you following me? Dreadful people. Dreadful. People you can't even sit around. Like, imagine working with those type of people. Are you following me? Imagine working with those type of people. You know, anytime a woman finds a man, you better be careful. These men's, these men's like to cheat. These men's like to cheat. You got to be careful as if these bitches ain't busting it wide open behind the scenes. Cut the nonsense out, man. Stop the cap. Cut it out. Fun, but it's also ultimately not the end of the world. And I feel like a fear of rejection is stopping so many men from approaching women because men and women no longer hang out together as frequently as they used to. I mean, think about it. Due to things like COVID and just remote learning, oh, even boy. aside from that becoming more and more popular, I feel like those who are between the ages of 18 to 25 have way less. Cope. I'm calling cope, bro, because there was incels. There was incels before the pandemic, were they not? Like, how fucking stupid. This is such a cope. Like, how many times? Like, I didn't even mean to go red pill with this episode, but I got to. I can't let I can't let these fucking scoundrels throw dirt on the crimson capsule like that. That's fucking nonsense. This is bullshit. First of all, and I want you to pay attention to what I say. Huge shout out to Hammerhand, the MGTOW monk. Huge shout out to Undead Chronic, right? I want y'all to pay attention to these cunts, right? And how at a moment's notice, they'll connect red pill, incel, black pill, everything all in one and just say, oh, that's just men. Women, y'all got to realize that we're more complex than than what you may think, right? Women are hive minded. So if I say things like if I say something that sounds crazy, like, oh, women, women love makeup. That's not as crazy as you may think, because it just so happens that women indeed love makeup. Am I saying anything bad? No. 
Would it be taken the wrong way? Possibly. Do I give a fuck? No, I don't. I don't care. Okay? It is what it is. Now, these women want to come in and try to shame men who nine times out of ten have their personal demons, their problems. You know, it could just be self-esteem or it could be something worse, right? Who knows what these people nowadays, man? All these niggas got like all time. Uh, I said all timers. All these niggas be having um, autism and shit, man. If you look at incels, dude, and I'm not even trying to be funny. If you look into incels, look at guys like Barack. What was it? Baraka TV. He killed himself. He he set himself on fire. Right. He has autism. Um, there was another guy, autism. Like all of these people have like the similar traits, right? And these women are that are supposed to be compassionate and caring, they should be telling these guys like, hey, you should seek help, seek counseling and, and try to, you know, better your image and better your self-esteem. These women aren't doing that. These women are going directly to the shaming language, which keeps the guys where they're at. Why would these guys want to deal with bitches like her? She sounds like a cunt. You know, and God bless the husband, whoever the hell he is. God bless him. Jesus Christ. Experience socializing with the opposite sex in just a casual environment like high school or college classes than people who are my age. And on top of that, due to things like remote work, uh, once those people graduate, they're also still less likely to interact with the opposite sex on a daily basis. And you couple that with the growth of online communities like feminists and incels who kind of frequently demonize the other sex as just being scary. Funny thing is, and once again, Breeze is right through feminism, right? Did, did y'all notice that? But she stayed, she went right back to incel. So it's men, red pill men, black pill men, incels, uh, sexless men, um, men who don't approach, men who don't communicate. It's all in one category. That's how mindless a lot of these women are with these talking points. They have no idea what they're really talking about. And terrible. I think there are a lot of young people out there, both women and men, who spend a lot more time reading about the opposite sex or complaining about the opposite sex than they do actually interacting with them. And in that paradigm, I think it'd be very easy to build all women or all men up to be scary and intimidating to the point where... Does it really matter? Like, like, for example, women like like that woman, right? To me, she seems like a cunt. She doesn't really seem like a pleasant woman. She seems like an irritating person to be around. But with all that being said, whether she has a husband or not, it doesn't matter. She's still a cunt like that. And see where where women fuck up at is where their image and how they project men in their minds a man who kind of has everything to her she'll tolerate more blatant abuse and I'm saying this sincerely not all women but uh, most women if they find a guy who's everything that she's been looking for she'll tolerate more abuse she'll tolerate the possibility that he may sleep around on her. It's 
if we're getting into the financial arrangements, if a man is top notch and making money in his area or he's just top level in general, oh, she's going to she's going to automatically accept the fact that, oh, this guy could be sleeping with other women, but I'm still around. So that's all that matters. And when things fail, when that guy officially goes, okay, I found somebody better because he's already been out there with more women. And you as a woman, you have such anger and hostility towards men who do it that you project it on all men. The same thing that an incel or a black pill will do with certain women. Well, certain women or if he's used to women dogging him, women talking bad about him, he's not going to have a good image of women. I mean, that's kind of like and what bothers me is what I find alarming is. How is it possible that a man should accept being what he is to women, which is either ugly, unattractive, whatever, and not have any sort of hostility towards women? Like, how is that remotely possible? And then the moment he has the the hostility, the people look at him as if he's crazy. Well, his interaction with women was not good. So his like outlook on women is not going to be good. And it's and it could be even worse. It could be even deeper than that. It could be his personal relationship with his mother. Right. Or his involvement with his family in his life. There's a lot of different factors here. But of course, women will never bring these topics up. They'll always just jump to the point of, oh, he's a weirdo. He's this. He's that. He's a loser. He's an incel. And then the guy goes, all right, cool. Stays to himself. Then if a guy is truly like trying to better himself, he'll do the necessary things. But he'll also learn in the process to uh, prioritize himself. He's not he's not prioritizing um, women at the point of where he reaches a point in life where he's like actually, you know, working out, doing X, Y and Z better himself. By the time a woman comes back into his life or by the time he goes places and women notices him, he's going to automatically keep himself in mind. And what I mean by a man keeping himself in mind is by it's it's this it's a trade off because bitches are are very like they're they're very like um, what's the word I'm looking for confrontational. Right. So when a woman tries to like belittle you or tries to dog you and you just hit them with with a logical explanation or just a logical response that kind of just cools the jets right away she's gonna her only response is gonna be loud and disrespectful because that's how a lot of women communicate we'll see like see me like i've seen i've seen so many work environments that just involve women yelling and complaining about dumb shit that i literally can't even stand the sight of these people and if like like yesterday I forgot to bring my headphones to work, which is like a big no-no. Are you following me? Dude, like me not bringing my headphones to work, that's like the L of a lifetime. I'm like, God damn. I'm like, how am I going to get through the day? And I just remember walking 
and just hearing these people complain, like these women, all they do is complain about dumb shit. Most of the time, it has nothing to do with the work environment. And the problem with women is they have a tendency of being too personal and being too invasive. And by by definition, they have a right to be because they're women. So you almost expect women to be extra chatty and ask personal questions and all this shit. And me, I shut it down, dude. I don't participate in it. Because I know the Me Too shit is serious. Are you following me? Uh, the Me Too fuckery is definitely serious. Nigga, fuck that. I'm not de- These bitches aren't worth a check. These hoes ain't worth a quarter to me, let alone a check, let alone a livelihood. You know, especially, you know, somebody like me that's just trying to make ends meet in general. I don't, I don't see it as, like, even prioritizing these women in general, I don't see it as meaningful. Like, there's no purpose in it. Uh, especially at the workplace, because, you know, you're dealing with women in the environment where they have the ability, um, they have the power, they have the authority, and they have the ability to shut down everything you got going on because of how they feel a certain day. Any other day out of the week, you know, a woman can talk to you any way she wants ask you personal questions about what because like because like I said a lot of women just don't have barriers the way that men naturally have barriers we have the barrier that is between of what's moral and what's immoral and that barrier could be something simple as opening a door for a woman or it can be something complex as putting your hands on a woman right like we we know what is considered right and what is wrong right Women, on the other hand, like their morale, their their morality, they don't have a morality system. So like anything, anything that benefits them is good, even if it's something terrible, even if it's taking their clothes off. Are you following me? Sick, disgusting. But you'll have women like this broad. Uh, she'll go through. And this is Lauren Chan. She'll go through fucking um these videos and these articles right the women are never to be blamed it doesn't matter if the woman claims to be an anti-feminist because really if you think about it most men are feminists most men are at least at the very least first wave feminists Okay, write the write the vote. Cool. It is what it is. Most men, by that definition, are feminists. Second, third wave, fourth, all that shit. Nah, niggas just jumped off the plane, nigga. We jumped off PUBG. We found a place, war zone, nigga. I found a spot that I wanted to jump off. Fuck it, I'm jumping off. Parachute on deck. I want nothing to do with it. There's like a tier list. I just want to go through a brief tier list. Let's go through a brief, like, I want to say this is kind of like an iceberg, an impromptu iceberg, right? And what it is, it's based on the things that I've said, but it's also based on just the way women view men in talking points or the way men, the way, the way women view men within the male space or what what I used to consider the manosphere. I don't even acknowledge it anymore. But 
the first, like, this is just, like, above water. Like, this isn't even in the water where the iceberg is at. First thing that's going to be mentioned is red pill. Second thing that's going to be mentioned is anti-Christian slash um, manosphere slash MGTOW slash MRA slash anything that involves men that doesn't necessarily include women. Um, the reason why I'm going to say that as the first of this tier list, this iceberg, is because getting into the conversation of intersexual dynamics, the conversation with men and feminism goes like this. The woman says that she's a feminist and the man walks away. That's how that works. Like that, like that, the conversational value dropped down to the negative level to where the only conversation is confrontation. Are you following me? All right. So this is like not even like in the water within the iceberg, but this is just something to be mentioned where any conversation of a man talking about women, it's automatically assumed that he is a misogynist. It's automatically assumed that he is a chauvinist of some sorts, a male chauvinist. I'm a Western so, uh, chauvinist. Shout out to, uh, what's that nigga's name? Um, Gavin McGinnis. He what? Shout out to that nigga, right? Shout out to that Caucasoid nigga. You heard? Shout out to that uh, Scottish nigga. You feel me? I'm a Western chauvinist. So that's one thing. If a bitch called me a chauvinist, I'm a Western chauvinist. And see, women that want to throw out misogynists and all that shit, I know these bitches try to set men up, set up men on multiple occasions. So as soon as a bitch calls a nigga a misogynist, a man just has to wipe your hands clean with that hoe, walk away with her. Walk away from her. Don't walk away with her, but walk away from her respectfully. We're going to go in. That's just the beginning. This is like the first level within this iceberg, right? Like the first level. We're going deeper into the water. We're touching the iceberg. And this iceberg simply breaks down to like labels. Labels outside of the red pill, MGTOW, the manosphere, things like that, uh, TFL. You're getting into like sort of this like age, sort of like Zoomer group. The 18, like it's always like Gen Z, Zoomer, um, this sort of, what's the new generation that's coming out? It's this generation that's currently coming out now. Um, it's the label of men by their age groups. So like this idea that, like for example, like a guy who's in high school who talks about he's an Enzo, Right are the guy who's in high school who considers himself a nice guy but who constantly gets rejected. Those are essentially the same people. But due to like not only the age group but the label that these people give themselves, it kind of furthers, it goes even deeper into the cause and effects where it's like, all right, a guy gets a a guy gets rejected approaching a woman. Most guys will just take the loss. All right, cool. Very, uh, this, this special, and I do mean special, like short bus special, like helmets, 
helmets and seatbelts on uh, special. Okay, are you following me? This sort of like strapped in Hannibal Lecter type of apparatus to keep the nigga strapped down type of shit. This this idea that because you've gotten rejected once that it's just game over or because this one woman that you had a relationship wanted to end the relationship, you want to end your life type of ordeal. Weird, like absolutely weird and overwhooping, just like this bitch overwhooping. Women overwhooping Wednesday. She overwhooping, of course. Because she, she, she went right over her feminism and then went right into incel. Simple. No longer feel like you can approach that. And to that, hey. it actually kind of reminds me of something Destiny said uh, when he and I were on the culture war with Cool a while ago. Even when it comes Beta. to things like recreation, what do a lot of men do for recreation now? Well, they Smoke. play games online. Smoke marijuana. Smoke marijuana. Play bitch. I don't give a fuck what you think about video games. How about that? Soon as a bitch start talking about video games, I want nothing to do with her. Cause listen, I'm gonna do what the fuck I want regardless, and I know most men have that same mentality. Like, how dare you tell me what the fuck I'm doing with my personal life, bitch? I don't want if I don't want to be bothered, I don't want to be bothered. If I want to sit at home, smoke weed, play video games, nigga, I'm gonna sit at home, smoke weed, play video games, my nigga. Like, the fuck is wrong with these niggas, man? But see, this is like the mentality of how women. This is like women that view men as like minions. They're like fucking. They look at men as like mindless zombies. Like, why aren't you doing what I'm telling you to do? Like women that really view men as like tools. And like, it's always this reversed sort of psychology to where we're looked at as wrong for looking at them as sex objects. They have OnlyFans. They are pretty much stripping online. And it is what it is, my nigga. Like, that's just what it is. Like, there's no other way to put it. So now the men are used as tools. The men are used as, you know, ATMs. The men are used as money machines. So, hey, now it's like, hey, we got we got all this money. We getting all this money from all these men, desperate men, lonely men. Because only fools participate in lonely fans. All right. Only fools participate in lonely fans. Are you following me? Okay. But that's that's the reality of it. It's not like this. Like women create women try to create echo chambers. And I think that's the problem with feminism and women like this. And this is why I say she's no different than a feminist. I don't care if she's married. I don't care if she has kids. It doesn't matter to me. She sounds like pretty much a, I would say, a moderate level feminist. Where she'll make a couple of points here and there. But when it comes to women taking accountability, that's when the that's when the buck stops. And guess what? Due to that, they're going to continue and however the fuck they continue. And but the reality of it is they're going to be a train wreck and they're more they're more of a destruction to themselves than men. So so with men, they have some fucking foundation and some level of guidance. You know what I mean? But other than that, these bitches is lost in in the fucking wind. 
But women like her, she ain't gonna mention that. It's hey, why are these men? Why aren't these men approaching me? Well, shit. I mean, fuck. Simple question with a complex answer because these women live complex lives. They want to be fucking, you know, they want to be swindled, you know, they want to be ravished, right? They want a man who's in control, but then a man who actually appears and who appears to be in control, surprise, surprise, that man's insecure. That man's, you know, this and that and a third. Bitch, you don't know what you want. That's why a lot of men choose not to deal with y'all. Why? Why? Like it's like a monopoly board dealing with these fucking women. What's the, what's what, what's the what's the ultimate prize? What's the ultimate point of that? Like what 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 would be the objective and what would be like the grand finale of that? What would be the purpose? You know what I mean? And not to the men. And this ain't towards the men that ain't get pussy or the men that you know, never pulled a bitch, like nothing like that. I'm talking about the men who already dealt with women. When we're already at a point where it's like, yo, this shit is like fucking revelations, nigga. Like shit is being revealed right in front of us. The nature of these women, man, they're predatory. They're predatory and they're very invasive and they're very vindictive. And I'm not talking about all women, but these certain women and I'm not saying all the women that I've dealt with were like this either. But what I'm saying is certain women project that that type of energy. It's a very Jezebel spirit, uh, a Jezebel spirited type of energy. Are you following me? Any excuse in the world, though, for these women? Obviously, there's a social aspect to that. You can, you know, be chatting with guys as you're playing with them. But that's a very gender segregated hobby, which isn't a bad thing. But it's like, think about it. If you're a young man today, there's a... Listen, stay out of our video games, ho. It's like, why can't women look at video games the way that they look at makeup? Like, it's just something that men like to do. Women, if y'all like to play video games, that's cool. That's not a big deal. That's not an issue. But, you know, men like to play our video games. We like to be alone playing our video games, man. I don't see the issue with this shit. Women can sit around. And I've seen grown-ass women sit around, watch other women put on makeup. And, like, that's their whole, that's their, that's their jam. Like, that's what they like to do. They like to watch women put on makeup. And I say to myself, that's fucking stupid. That's retarded. But then I say to myself, well, there's people that watch others play video games. And I said, damn, that could also be looked at by women as pretty fucking stupid and retarded as well. It makes sense. But we don't sit back and judge y'all women for the makeup tutorial videos. I mean, some of y'all are e-thoughts. I'm just going to keep it a buck with y'all respectfully. What the? E-thoughts, okay? E-thoughts. Basuda. Trifling, man. This why, this why, like, when women start talking about, like, oh, well, well, men gotta start doing this and that, that's, I just walk away from these bitches. Bitches ain't worth a fucking quarter. 
Are you following me? Bitches aren't even worth a quarter. Get the fuck out of my face. You dig? Shit's foul now. Like, because nowadays, really, a man really can't. A man's not allowed to be a man in certain situations where traditionally men are almost like needed in a sense of not only what he does, but what he says and how he handles his situations, right? When a woman is raised by a father and a woman is raised by a man who can control his emotions, who can not, who doesn't have to raise his voice to make a point, but still put fear in you if you acting up, that's a man that she's going to always look at and respect. And she's going to look at men with similar qualities and characteristics. That's just what I believe. The opposite of this would be a woman who never had any positive relationship with a man because her mother's a fucking hood rat. And it, it, well, I mean, let's just key up. Let's just be honest. Black history is around the corner. Trust me, I, I, I'll change my ways during black history. But fuck all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, these hoes don't have no type of guidance. Never seen a, a good man whatsoever. So by the time she even meets a good man, she's dogging those type of niggas. Oh, he's a lame. He's a square. That nigga ain't doing shit. By the time she's 30, a single mother, she's going to be looking for that man. Best in believe, man. Are you following me? Respectfully. Are you following me? It's going to happen. She's going to look for those type of men. Guess what? Those men aren't going to be around. Either those men are going to find whatever they find on a spiritual level, right? And learn to better themselves that way. Are they just going to be lost, withering away, bitching and complaining like these fucking incel TFL guys, the it's over type of guys? You know, my favorite guys to talk about. Don't get me wrong. I mean, these guys make excellent content. If not for anything else, the self, the self the self depredation, and me being able to captivate it, the way that I do, it, it really, it really does bring us. It puts a smile on my face in a very negative way. But you got a lot of these guys; they're in situations that they deserve to be in, just like bitches. Like I don't, I don't have any sympathy for many uh, human beings. I don't have sympathy for myself. Meaning if I get myself in a fucked up situation, well, damn, I'm just, I'm in a fucked up situation. I got to get out of it. That's all, that's the only way I look at it now. I don't have a, like my reaction to things is very like, it's not even to myself. I try to be as more, I try to be as stoic as possible. So I don't even let shit bother me. You know what I mean? If bitches want to be rowdy and complain, if a hoe want to switch up, do some weird shit, if a bitch want to act dumb. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm just going. I'm just going to move the fuck on. Like I'm not going to have any like. I'm not even. I wouldn't even have a like emotional response to it. You see what I mean? Because I've learned with certain women, you can cut them some slack. And the way that you cut them slack is, you you become you soften your tone a bit. You lighten who you are to make them comfortable, right? Other than that, with most men, and I, and I advise men to do this, 
you handle women on a very logical level. You don't get into personal conversations. You go you don't go you don't go into personal conversations about what you did in the weekend or anything outside of the workplace for you as a man going forward should be banned. Don't matter how attractive the woman is, you at the workplace. You're there to make money. Realistically, you're not really there to make friends. Now, you can go there and, and find better opportunity and use where you're at as simply a, a stepping stone. But that's the way that motherfuckers like me look at this shit. This job, these people were just, you know, um, at one time they played as barriers. Now they're they're movable objects. I can get these get these niggas up out the way, do what the fuck I got to do and go to fuck home. You know what I'm saying? And I'm comfortable doing that because I don't like the workplace to me. It's hard to explain it. Like, I don't like working. Like, I don't, I'm not a fan of work, but I don't mind the money and the routine I'm used to as long as people are out of my way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't really like the whole work friends sort of thing because people really try to get too personal. It's like, yo, outside of the workplace and what we got to do, what I'm doing shouldn't mean shit to you just like what you do don't mean shit to me and I think because I'm more I'm more prone to say that and I'm more prone to just keep it professional in which in some cases people like that in most cases people are not really fans of it but for me I honestly can care less because like I said you know with somebody like me I'm going to work doing what the fuck I got to do and getting the fuck out of here. And then more importantly, even now where I'm on break, I get a lot of my shit done with and out the way so I don't have to spend much time catching up. A lot of people here just spend time talking. And then they'll complain as they go along like, yeah, I still got all this shit left. Yeah, you were talking. For 35 to 45 fucking minutes. In everybody else's way. Who's trying to get their work done. Like people are very like. I've realized. Just with my work and what I do. Like people are very selfish. And. It shouldn't make you more selfish. But it does. But in a positive way. In a way that a man becomes selfish. When a man's a simp. And the man is prioritizing women over himself and over his values. And a, and a man is willing to bend and fold for a woman however she wants him to fold and bend. Pause. That sounds crazy. We're not talking about pegging. All right. Pause. But y'all know what I mean. That man doesn't have a spine. He doesn't have a backbone. And a woman can manipulate and control him. And that woman will never take him serious. Even if, even if that man's a millionaire. Like Will Smith. Are you following me? Just to give y'all an example. All right. 
Did I go through all this? Did I go through this whole video? No, I didn't. Let's go through the rest of this. Chance that, uh, you know, at least part of your high school and college experience was done remotely where you weren't actually going to class and therefore meeting women in person. And if you have a part time job, maybe you actually go into an office, but you might also be likely to just be doing things online. I mean, I know virtual assistants are really popular nowadays. There's even a lot of call center jobs where you don't actually need to go into an office. And so you're not getting exposure to women there either. And in your free time, maybe you're also less likely to be actually going out to things like bars, talking to women there. You could just be playing online. Uh, nothing wrong with that inherently, but it's it's going to be probably just other dudes. And so you're not going to meet a woman there either. And I know a situation like that to those of us who are older, like where you just don't interact with the opposite sex may seem far-fetched or unrealistic, but I think we would be shocked by how many young people are living existences that kind of fit that description. But that brings us to some more findings from Date Psych. He also explains that for men who don't approach women, these men are significantly more risk averse than those men who do approach women. And as Date Psych or Alexander notes, this is actually a white pill. It isn't the powerful forces of society at large that explain young male singledom it's much i'm done what the fuck is a white pill bitch get the fuck out of here get out of my face i'm done with that that's corny a white pill matter of fact that that could be the next tier that's the next tier right away we're still in the iceberg well female content creators would have to be on the iceberg because the female content creator is sort of like this mystical being. And what I mean by this is you can mention people like um, just pearly things. You can mention people like Lauren Chen. You can mention people of the past like um, what's that woman's name? Real Femme Sapien. Um, and countless others. They represent, they themselves will never be quote-unquote red pill. But they represent this alternative universe, this parallel universe Will women understand it. And women get it. Women are waking up. Women are red pill. Women are obeying and doing this for men and that. And it's like, all right, that's cap. And it's a strategy. It's a cope-hope mechanism. I like to call it a cope-hope mechanism. A cope-hope apparatus. The cope-hope apparatus. And that's what the women represent. So it's female content creators. And then in parentheses, the cope-slash-hope apparatus. And what it is, it gives these men this false sense of hope. And this false sense of there are women that understand. And... You have to understand as a man, they don't understand. As a man, you have to understand that they don't understand and accept it. Just like in a lot of in this, this in a lot of situations, you don't understand the plight of a woman because you're not a woman. We have to, at the very least, acknowledge that there may indeed be a plight of women and a woman would have to understand that there is indeed a plight of men. And that's that. But this constant hope and cope mechanism and the hope cope apparatus that these women have, every single female content creator has this because what they represent, they don't represent one of the women. She represents the exception of the women. Are you following me? See, a nigga like me, I'm just flat out honest with you. So I'm not going to be high up on the list. I'm going to be at the very low end of the spectrum respectfully and i know that 
because I'm not willing to choose a side or play a role. I'm just telling you, the female content creators are almost the worst and most dangerous for men in the talking spaces because they move, they tend to move the goalposts when they want. Whatever suits them is going to suit them. So if the red pill, look at real femme sapien. Once the red pill was no longer, you know, working for her, she just went on, she just went on the attack and said, hey, the red pill men are insecure and the red pill men are this and that on her way out. It's typical. And it's not just the representation of of the red pill, it's a representation of women. Where if a woman doesn't respect you, she's going to run all over you. Oh, If a woman respects you, and even though you didn't do nothing with her, she's not going to cheat on you. She's not going to do that. She'll just end the relationship <clears throat> before she cheats on you. That's if she respects you. This is where the whole love thing, to me, gets thrown out the window. Like, to me, that's for the birds. You know, I... I, I I would appreciate respect that love shit don't really mean nothing to me. I mean, love outside of family, loved ones and things of that nature. But other than that, man, I don't I don't really see that as realistic to me. Like, I don't see that as something that I would put on a high level when it comes to anything. But these women represent that hope and cope apparatus where they want you to believe that, hey, she represents, uh, you know, a large number, national number of women who are looking for good men, X, Y, and Z. They're not playing games, etc. It's all a trap. Speaking of traps, legal matters, me too, um, fucking Harvey Weinstein, um, and all these other popular names get put into the uh, the iceberg because, like I said, Harvey Weinstein pretty much kicked off the Me Too, or he really was like the the headliner of Me Too. Like if Me Too is like U two, like it's like a concert, like a national concert and shit. Like who's headlining it? Like this, like this national concert by Me Too. Harvey Weinstein was the one that kicked off Me Too for sure, for sure, for sure. And it also backfired when it came to women because a lot of the women were no longer being trusted by men and no longer wanted conversations because, well, the men no longer wanted conversations with women because of the risk. And this, of course, goes into the workplace, which is another, I would say, a hidden place in the uh, in the iceberg, where it's like the workplace environment is effective because as a man well shit realistically you just trying to get what you got to get done and go home so in your mind it's innocent to just have a, a, a you know um you know a, ra- a shameless conversation with a woman at the workplace but then you got to think to yourself well what is her ulterior motives why is she around talking to you anyway why is she asking you all this personal questions Nine times out of ten, she got her friends that she's going to sit back with and she's going to talk about all the information that you've given her. So that's that's another way, like another trap, the talkative woman, which the workplace slash talkative women 
is just a hidden like spot. And as we get lower and lower, and I'm going to say this is down bad. I'm going to say this is down bottom, down bad iceberg. This is like at the fucking, bo- like, like, like my nigga, like at the fucking bottom. Like this is like down bad, bottom of the dumpster, rats, roaches, everything eating off of it. All right. So the way that women see men is just blatant misogynist players slash PUAs and money gurus slash dating gurus. So these are like PUAs, dating roaches, these like motivational type dudes, like these niggas really be out here like really over whooping. And when women see a man who's actually like willing to not deal with a bitch, like and deal with a bitch's attitude, she'll put him in that category. Like, oh, he he must be a misogynist. Oh, because we don't want to deal with strumpets and brainless harlots. We are misogynists. All right. You got me. Which leads me to this another another down bottom another down bottom like list in the iceberg. Creep, weirdo, rapist, like I said before, misogynist, it's all in that category. So all these labels is what a woman will throw at you. Now, in the beginning, like I said, just not even at the tip of the iceberg, you're going to be considered like, you know, red pill now is a laughing stock. So for the guys who are still out there and and look, I'm being real with y'all. You guys out there still really like defending this shit. You got to realize. It's all gone. Like. Like if you are a content creator yourself and you're trying to revive this shit, then I'll support you. And because I look up the content, I'll eventually find these people anyway and we'll eventually go through their content. I'm not against that. What I'm against is this new age bullshit where it's like you can't just be a better you for you. You got to be a better you for women. You know what I mean? And call me a narcissist. Call me like selfish, but I don't really give a fuck about bitches like that to where I feel that I would have to change everything about myself and what I stand for and who I am as a human being. So I always I always laugh when this red pill bullshit now that people talk about it becomes you impressing a woman and you getting with women you and you picking up women. It's like this is all virgin shit. This is all like incel dream lord. I mean, this is fucking despicable. It's garbage. Incel would probably be incel TFL and kind of this like perverse, like sort of like almost like demonic, low frequency level in seldom is like always going to be at the bottom because if a man is labeled an incel by a woman, that's never anything good. Right. If a woman labels another woman, if a man labels a woman a virgin, what the fuck? 
why would a guy really complain about that? You see what I mean? You see what I'm getting at? Like, so that sexual dynamic shifts quickly because these women, if I were to reverse everything, women who are considered virgins wouldn't even be on the uh, the list. And that list, like the, the iceberg list of how a man views a woman, similar to how a woman views a man, it's similar. It's pretty much based on appearance. And with men, it's more based on presentation. And on women, it's more based on value and what a man offers. Are you following me? But yo, it's 8.09 hour and 24 minutes, 25, well, not 24, hour and one minute, along with 34 minutes, a little something, something, a little improv, because, you know, the the topics were ass, I'm not even going to lie to y'all, man, kind of disappointed, but I had to compensate with a little, with a little voice of reason, a little voice of reason, a voice of logic, all right, Jersey Judah, but as I always say, in the meantime, And in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel signing out. Peace.